When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, without further ado, let's welcome to the show Nicholas Lamperin, the tournament director. Nicholas, good morning, welcome. Good morning. Okay, are you nervous? Are you relieved? What are the emotions? Day one of the ASB Women's Classic, your first time as tournament director? Um, I would say I'm more excited than the nervous. Um, I know it's been three years since the, the last time there was any tennis at the um, uh, ASB Arena, so we're um, we're thrilled actually to, to to bring back all all the stars to uh, to Auckland and, and get on the way to that. You must be delighted with the depth that you have in this women's field. Yes, I mean we we trying to build a, a field that was as uh, competitive as, as possible. Uh, as you know, there's there's always a lot of competition with other events being played uh, across the world and especially in Australia. But to be able to bring the likes of Coco Golf and Leila Fernandez, Sloane Stevens, uh, and Venus Williams. Uh, I think it's it's a pretty big, big, big achievement for for the team. Yeah, Nicholas, can you just maybe provide some background and insight to our listeners on how you acquire these players? What the process is in terms of trying to get the best players to a tournament like this? Um, it's it's down to the the relationship that you have with uh, the, the players. Uh, directly, but also with their entourage, whether it's the family or, or the agent. Um, so it's these discussions that we have throughout the year, trying to um, test their, their interest and, and what their plans are for, for, for the season ahead. Um, so it, it doesn't happen in two days, but it's more like conversation that takes place on a, on a re- regular basis. Um, and, and depending on the, on the timing, uh, then we're trying to get the, the, the deal done as far ahead as possible. So we can plan accordingly um, and, and make sure we, we communicate properly with all our fans and, and sponsors in advance. And does that mean that you have to travel to a lot of tournaments earlier in the year to uh, touch base, to communicate, to sit down face-to-face with either management or the players themselves? Yes, I, I, I do travel to uh, all the Grand Slams. Uh, you know, Grand Slams are, are just like a, a conference for any kind of... Uh, uh, industry uh, where this is this is a place where all the um, all the tennis people meet, whether you know tournament directors, players, sponsors, media, um, and that's where mo- most of these uh, conversation happen. Mm. And what's the motivation for a player like Venus Williams? I mean, she doesn't play a lot these days. Clearly, one of the greats of all time. What's her motivation for coming here? I think it's a combination of factors. Um, Venus has been to uh, Auckland six times in the past. She's got great memories. Uh, she um, specified that she wanted to play the Australian Open this year. So for her to be in Auckland uh, in advance of the Australian Open, it's the, uh, it's the ideal preparation in a tournament that she knows where, where she feels uh, very well received every year she comes. Mm. And most of the top seeds that do come here and play, do they also play doubles? Um, I guess as a little bit of a backup in case for maybe some reason they are knocked out early in the tournament? Not necessarily. Um, 
some might decide to uh, actually spend more more hours on the course, but on the court, sorry, but doing more training uh, as opposed to uh, more matches, especially doubles. So, for example, this this year we'll have um, Leila Fernandez playing doubles, uh, which is not the case for for the other top seeds who have decided to uh, to focus on their on their single. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the surface at the ASB Tennis Centre, is the surface the same as what they're going to get at Rod Laver Arena? Yes, it's exactly the same. Uh, so the surface is, is green set. Uh, we've resurfaced all the courts uh, about a month ago just to make sure we, we provide the exact same conditions. Uh, and the players also uh, use the, the same balls as the Australian Open. And in regards to the officiating, uh, the, the the linesmen or the lines people, uh, the the cheer umpires, how are they? How are they appointed? Do they come from overseas or are they all from within New Zealand? Uh, so two different things. The the lines judges are coming from New Zealand, um, so it gives them the opportunity, you know, to officiate at the at the top level in the country and and brings a lot of experience for them. All the chair and pies are managed directly by the tool, so whether it's ATP or WTS, so they're, they're coming from overseas. Hmm. And how much training is done with with the lines people here in New Zealand? How much training is done with, say, the ball boys or the ball girls? Uh, regular training, which is which is done, um, you know, the, the the few months in in the lead up to the event, um, you know, especially. This year, um, we haven't had that many tennis tournaments in, in New Zealand over the, over the last three years, so they've had to do some some training uh, just to make sure they were up to speed um, and, and ready to for for today. Yeah, for the lines people, I mean, sometimes there can be some contentious calls. We've seen personalities like John McEnroe back in the 1980s um, sometimes uh, let loose. What do you do to protect the lines people? from the players or maybe from some of the controversy if if in fact hey they do get it wrong or if a player believes they get it wrong and and decides to have a little bit of a go as you know technology is um is evolving uh and now we have a system in place called orkai which is a, a review system so three times per set players have the ability to use that technology to to check the the call that was done by the line judges and then they get one more additional uh, challenge um, during the tiebreak. So um, it's it, it's a big help for, for for the players. You know, if they have any doubt about about a call, then they can they can use that technology. Mm. And for most of the top seeds, you've mentioned the likes of Leila Fernandez, um, Coco Goff, who I happened to see at the uh, Tuatara Baseball the other night, and she seemed to be enjoying herself. And when you do run through it, um, Bernarda Pera uh, Wang out of China. How long before the tournament did most of them arrive in New Zealand? Uh, the first players started to arrive around the 25th. Um, and then most of them have been training every day since the 27th, 28th. Um, and that's, that's probably the, the, the time that you need to adjust to the conditions, but also to the, to the jet lag as everybody's coming from overseas. Okay, let's look at uh, day one. Let's look at today at the ASB Women's Classic. What what are the big matchups? What what are the big games on centre court today? So the two biggest matches today. It's uh, the, actually the, the second one on centre court. So it's uh, Leila Fernandez, who's our, our third seed, and she's playing the young um, Brenda Furitova from Czech Republic. 
Brenda. Brenda is only 15 years of age. This is her first um, WTA Tour event, uh, but she's an extremely uh, promising player, so it should be plenty of excitement for, for this match. Uh, and then the third match on center uh, will celebrate the return of, of Venus Williams. Um, she plays an, an American qualifier. Mm. And when do people get their first opportunity to look at the likes of Coco Goff? So Coco will play tomorrow. Uh, we don't have the schedule yet for tomorrow, but she's confirmed for tomorrow. And tomorrow you will also have the chance to see um, Emma Raducanu from, from the UK. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, also, I see that the um, Canadian, uh, Eugenie Bouchard, she was playing qualifying here. Has she progressed to the main draw? Sadly not. So she won her first round on, on Saturday, but she's had to pull out yesterday. Um, she, she was sick overnight. Uh, and couldn't um, couldn't defend her chances yesterday. Mm-hmm. And for people tuning up, watching this, buying tickets, coming along, outside of the tennis itself, what experience can they expect? I mean, sport these days, it actually has to be, it can't just be about the sport, it's actually got to be a, an experience, and it's something that you guys have done historically well. What can people expect? Yeah, we, we always try to cater for every every type of fans. Uh, you know, we, we have the crazy tennis fans who want to, be in the stands and watch any sport for 10 hours. But we're also uh, very much aware that not all people want, want to do this. So we, we have um, a hospitality place called The Serve, uh, you know, where people have the ability to enjoy every kind of food and drink service, uh, which is managed by all, all of our sponsors um, and, and, and partners. So um, we also have the big screens. Uh, we have slides to cater uh, for the... For the needs of the you know, families with, with young kids. So there, there's really something for every kind of, uh, of public. Mm, okay. Now, at Wimbledon, the signature dish is strawberry and creams. What's the signature dish at the ASB Women's Classic? Uh, I'm not sure if there is one. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say there, there's, there's a lot on, on offer, and I would only invite um, all, all the fans to have, um, you know, walk around the serve and, and, uh, and get, get a taste of what, what's on offer. Oh, you haven't had a little French flavour, maybe a little pain au chocolat or a little bit of croissant? Um, some, no, but I do have to say that uh, so the, the mum uh, hospitality place, um, the, the, the chef is actually French. Uh, so we, we, we brought some, some French flavour to the, to the serve for sure. Oh, very good. And how, how are you enjoying the job? Are you living the dream? Yeah, I mean it's it's been uh, extremely uh, rewarding so far. Um, we we managed to get everything back on track in six months, which uh, in itself is, is a bit of an achievement. Where when you would normally uh, need twelve months to uh, to put the event uh, together, mm. um, and now we just can't wait to have it um, uh, getting started today. Yeah. Now, look, Nick, a lot of people will be on holiday. Not everybody's necessarily going to be able to get along and watch the ASB Women's Classic. But the good news is the men's starts next week. So just a little bit of a reminder of some of the players that they can see in action next week if they do get a chance. Yes. Yeah, so on the on the men's field, uh, we have three top 15 confirmed players. So Casper Ruud, who's the current number three player. Um, then we have Olga Rooney, who sits at number 11 played four finals in a row at the end of the season and, and beat Novak Djokovic to win his first Masters 1000. Um, definitely someone to uh, keep an eye on in, in the future as he might be competing with, with the likes of uh, Alcaraz for the mm. number one spot in the world. Um, and then we also have Count Nori, who's um, uh, 
uh, number 14. As you uh, might know, you know, Cam grew up in New Zealand, so he learned the game here, uh, which is extremely re- rewarding for, for the, 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 the tennis people here. Um, and then we'll have a, another exciting white card to announce uh, probably sometime this week. Mm. I see Cameron Norrie yesterday getting a victory over Nadal and describes it as maybe the biggest win of his career. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not given to anyone to beat the, the like of Rafa Nadal. So um, I think it just shows how, how good Cameron is these days. Um, he's he's only let's say only 14 in the world, which in itself is a big big achievement. But he should uh, be ranked higher because the the, the points that he uh, should have got at Wimbledon this year by reaching the, the semi final uh, were not were not counted. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just people just texting in. Are there still tickets available? Yes, we still have tickets available. Although I would um, I would really encourage people to. Um, to get into it re- really fast because the it, it's filling up quickly. Um, the, la- the last few days are almost sold out. We still have some availabilities Monday to uh, to Wednesday in, in both weeks, but it's but it's going really really fast. Yeah, just quickly on the ASB Tennis Centre, a lot of changes made to it, starting to look genuinely world class. Some new stands. Tell us just a little bit about um, uh, yeah the development that has been done. Yeah, so there was there was a new stand that was um, that was put together um, three years ago. Uh, sadly, the redevelopment space was, was put on hold because of COVID and and all the uh, financial challenges on on the organization. Uh, but hopefully, once the tournament is over, then we can look in the future and see um, see what's next for for the venue. Uh, you know, we're very conscious of the fact that every single tournament. Is Evolving, um, they're upgrading the facilities. Um, you, you may see what you know what Tennis Australia has done in, in Melbourne over the years, which is mm. you know really amazing. And so we we can't afford to be left behind. So mm-hmm. it's definitely something which is on on our agenda. Look, and just someone else wanting to know: Do we have a New Zealand point of view in either the men's or the women's? Are there going to be any New Zealand players in action that people can get along and get behind and create some nationalism? Yes, so we organised this year um, a playoff uh, for a wild card. So there was the the winner would get a, a Mendel wild card, and and the runner up would get a, a quality wild card. So the um, the winner in the women's draw is Erin uh, Ratliff. So she'll be Mendel uh, for the women's week, and then the men's playoff will get on the way in the next few days at uh, Scarborough Tennis Centre. Uh, and again, the winner will be awarded a, a wild card in the men's draw. So we will have a New Zealand point of view. That is fantastic. Well, Nicholas, I know it's a very, very busy day for you. Look, congratulations on pulling this off and off some very difficult times during COVID. I'm sure it'll be a great week. Certainly the players that you've got lined up, well, um, you know, what a wonderful opportunity for people to see the best in the world. So look, good luck, and we look forward to following the progress across here on SENZ. Thanks very much. Thanks again.